Blog Talk Radio. Appreciate it. 
Credit Talk USA Live is brought to you by American Negotiators, ending America's debt one debt at a time. And so if you ever have any questions about what we're doing, then you can also go to credittalkusa.com. And uh, our website is brought to you by Opus Productions. Thank you so much, Mr. Rick, Richard Bradley. You can uh, read along with us on the topic. And today's topic is troubled homeowners are about to get a lifeline or so they think, from the White House, and we want to know what you think about that. Also, we're going to play our ever-popular song pick of the week. If you're going through any kind of uh, problems in a relationship, problems in a marriage, any type of relationship period, the amazing Kelly Clarkson is our song pick of the week, and we'll be playing that at uh, 1.30. So, also we'll be playing doing our entertainment news. Some sad entertainment news today, but just stay tuned, and we'll be going through that also. Also, we will be telling you about American negotiators, and if you are ready to end your debt permanently, then uh, you need to get ready because this company has been helping consumers end their debt permanently for many, many years, saving clients thousands and thousands of dollars. And if you're ready to be one of their success stories, then uh, you need to stay tuned, okay? So let's get to the show real quick. Um, Credit Talk USA Worldwide Live is brought to you by American Negotiators, ending America's debt one debt at a time. I am your host. To tell you a little bit about myself, I have been in the credit and debt industry for going on 25 years now, 24 years as of October, so we are moving towards our 25th year. And I have a passion for getting consumers to understand what is going on in uh, in their lives and making sure that they understand what is what what's going on in their lives and understanding everything so that's that's one thing that that is good for you there is that we want to make sure that you are understanding everything so let's let's get forward to this in the latest attempt to address the ailing house market the government on monday announced changes to the federal program that will make it easier for struggling homeowners to refinance um, to refinance today's new record low rates. So what they're looking at doing is they're looking at trying to help consumers that are having problems with their home loans right now. If you would like to join this conversation with us, you can reach us at 1-866-226-1503, 1-866-226-1503, and uh, you can join us. Join us live right there. So um, you can also uh, go online and listen to us. Go to credittalkusa.com, click on the little microphone, and that will take you take you to us live. Once again, if you want to join us live, you can reach us at 866-226-1503. Okay, so you may you may ask what a troubled homeowner is. A troubled homeowner, you would think, is someone that is past due with their bills, somebody that is not being able to make their monthly mortgage payment, and that is who that uh, this program would target. From all the research that I'm doing, not so fast is what I'm finding now. I'm finding that um, this is going to target people who are actually current with their bills. What they're trying to do is they are trying to get people that uh, need a better interest rate. And when I'm listening to the situations that are going on in the mortgage mortgage mess, like I like to call it, you, it's not people that are 
current with their bills you want to help. It's people that are past due with their mortgages. You want to you want to help consumers that are getting ready to lose their homes. And so it's a little misleading to me when when I hear that they're going to help consumers that are underwater on their mortgages. So understand that in order to take advantage of the, what we're going to talk about today, uh, they are wanting you to make sure that you are current with your mortgage. And under this new program, homeowners who owe who owe more than their homes are worth will be able to refinance no matter how much they are underwater. As long, and get ready for it, America, as long as you are current on your payment. Now, let's go back and think about this for a minute. <laughs> if you're current with your payments, can't you go out and refinance your loan? You would think so. But there are so many programs out there that were that, that were there before. And when Kevin Miller joins us, he'll explain to you that those programs, they don't exist anymore. You know, I had a friend of mine over the last couple of weekends that was telling me, listen, you know, I – he." He's on a cash basis, and he doesn't have document, uh, income documentation, and he wanted to know, you know, what kind of loan could he get. Well, the simple fact is is that those types of loans, I just – I personally don't think they exist anymore. I mean, the thing is is that you have to – you have to have good credit in order to get a mortgage period now, which, in my opinion – is the way it should have always been. It should have always been that way. There's no reason that you should have to – whenever whenever all these people came up with all of these problems or all of these programs saying, you know what, this is what you need to do as far as, um, you know, no money down and your credit score can be low and no documentation – that's where we get into problems. I am all for 20% down and because you move into the house and with equity, okay? So we're going to take a break, and as we go to break, this is Kelly Clarkson, Mr. Know-It-All. And when we come back, we are going to start taking your calls live. We are going to be joined by Kevin Miller which I'm really excited about with TexasLending.com, the largest mortgage company in the state of Texas. And he'll be able to explain all this to us and give us his opinion of what this is. Now, he told me about this years and years ago that this was going to happen, and it came to fruition. You're listening to Credit Talk USA Worldwide Live, heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. My mother-in-law, Clara, my wife, Michelle, and my daughter, Sylvia. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's the rest? Never met the quota. My units are up from last week. 
So is a quota. Just wanted to like to wake up with more time on my hand than hours in the day. How old are you? 28. I'm 105. But the day comes when you've had enough. If you had as much time as I have, what would you do with it? Sure as hell wouldn't waste it. Are you ready to end your debt permanently and stop those harassing phone calls that come day and night? And as your phone rings over and over again, you should be calling 972-200-1187. Hi, I'm John Ashley, President of American Negotiators. And with over two decades in the credit and debt industry, we stand ready, willing, and able to educate you in every way of Are you ready to end your debt permanently and stop those harassing phone calls that come day and night? And as your phone rings over and over again, you should be calling 972-200-1187. Hi, I'm John Ashley, President of American Negotiators. And with over two decades in the credit and debt industry, we stand ready, willing, and able to educate you in every way about getting you out of debt and how to stay out of debt for good. Call 972-200-1187 or savedfromdebt.com. For years, American Negotiators has been successfully settling consumers' debts for 40 to 60% less than what they owe in most cases, and even as low as 18% in some, depending on the creditor. Are you ready to be one of our success stories? Let your education begin now by calling 972-200-1187. That's 972-200-1187. We are American Negotiators, ending America's debt one debt at a time. Call 972-200-1187. Imagine fulfilling your wildest fantasies, like eating pepperoni pizza-flavored ice cream, mmm, or your teenager warmly affirming your every word with a nod and a smile. Ooh, ooh. or how about a 30-year mortgage fixed at rates below 3.99% and an annual percentage rate below four and a quarter? Now that's something you might be able to believe in, because of all the fun in our economy, if you have a mortgage between 175000 and 417000 it is quite possible you'll qualify for a 30-year mortgage fixed below 3.99% with an annual percentage rate below four and a quarter. You'll need a credit score of 740 and 20% equity to qualify for those rates, but the rates are still great if you don't have that equity and your scores are a little bit less. Call TexasFunding.com today, 972-387-4600, 972-387-4600, or go online and apply with TexasFunding.com. Equal housing lender. Texas license number 137773. And it's too late now to put out the fire Tables turn I'm the one who's burning now Well, I'm doing all right Till I close my eyes And then I see a face And it's no surprise Just like that 
America to spread and talk USA Worldwide Live, and I am your host, John Ashley. You can hear us every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time around the country on Blog Talk Radio. And today we are talking about mortgages that are underwater. And uh, we have the one and the only Kevin Miller with TexasLending.com. Kevin Miller, are you with us? Hey, John, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, sir. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, and uh, I appreciate you calling us the largest lender in Texas. Maybe, maybe because I'm like six foot eleven. No, we're, <laughs> we uh, we probably advertise the most in Texas. It's our goal to be the biggest in Texas someday, but we're working on it. Not quite there yet. Well, you're the biggest to me. How's that? That works out. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know that you take care of the most people, and I, I know that. Y'all take such good care of the loans that you write, you're able to get interest rates that people can't get and other mortgage companies can't get, right? Yeah, how that works is this. For example, yesterday there was an announcement that a large mortgage company here in Texas had been uh, sued by HUD uh, for multiple hundreds of millions of dollars of bad loans that they sent to HUD over the last 10 years. And so, you know, that that company, one of the reasons they get shut down is because HUD looks at this thing called the Neighborhood Watch. And the Neighborhood Watch is a comparison of all mortgage lenders in the country. They compare them locally, regionally, and throughout the nation for defaults. And so when they compare them, they say, well, this company's compared to all other companies, their default ratio is this. So if you have 100, you're at the average. Well, some of these companies out there, if they have a default ratio of 300, their loans are defaulting at three times the pace of every other mortgage lender. You know, so yeah. so if, if, if so that means if if all these so you know all these loans are defaulting, they have all these bad loans. Well, not only does HUD look at that, but all of the different money suppliers to the mortgage industry look at that default ratio. And if your default ratio is high, they increase their interest rates that they're going to allow you to go out there and sell to the consumer. Our default ratio is very low. Our default ratio is about 55 to 60. So our drones default at half the national average. And that means if you went to that other company and they were at 300, their loan default at six times the numbers that we do. I mean, if you go to them, you have a 600% higher chance of having your loan going to foreclosure if you go to that mortgage company. Why? Because they don't really care about getting you into a good loan. They care about sticking you into a loan to make their money, but regardless of whether you're going to foreclose or not. That's a huge difference, a 50 default ratio to a 300. Some of these people have 350. I mean, if you're over 200, HUD's going to put you on a watch list and potentially shut you down. And the thing is, is that that, that just makes those peop- those types of people part of the problem originally. And, you know, they, they just want the money. They just want the commissions. And that's just not what Texas Lending well, is about. And here's one of the, here's one of the issues. Here's one of the issues. One of the issues is that there are people out in the mortgage world in the real estate industry that need to make money, and they want to make money, whether it be builders, realtors, appraisers, and everybody. And and some companies would just say, we're just going to get it done. And they might just be going out there and closing loans. But in the end, those are the loans that are defaulting. And if But if you're a company like Texas Lending, and we'd say, well, we're just not going to do that loan. 
Well, don't go to TexasFunding.com because they don't close loans. It's not the case. We do close loans, but we only close the good loans. You see, we want we, we want our good loans. we want people to come here because we live in Texas. Our office is in Texas, and we want people to come here. And when our neighbors get loans here, we want to make sure our neighbor stays in his house. We want to make sure exactly. our Texas neighbor's home value stays in value. You get some guy from California got to pay for his million-dollar single-wide manufactured home while he's trying to become an actor. He's going to go out there and write some bumble loan. He doesn't care if you foreclose. He doesn't care if the value of your house goes down. And so, you know, you got to think about those things. When people are saying you need to have this document in your file, I don't want to have that document. Well, we do need to know you have money to close the loan, sir. <laughs> if you don't want to give us your bank statements, then, oh, we'll close it over here. That's not the, you know you got to make sure that people have the, the ability to repay these loans. Absolutely, and, and like you were just saying, a, a lot of companies don't care about that, and if, if if they don't, they'll just go somewhere else. And that's what I like about Texas Lending is that y'all aren't one of those companies. If y'all can't close the loan, probably it should not be done. Not that no one else can, because anybody can figure out a way to do anything, but a lot of times it's not in the best interest of the consumer because you're in the you're in the business to close loans, so you want to close the well, loans. Yeah, they'll bring up people. Someone will bring a document to a TexasLending.com, and when they bring that document to TexasLending.com, we'll look at that document, and then we'll say, "Wow, with knowing that you just had 15 bounce checks last month, we can't close your loan on FHA because FHA, you know, they don't want to have their mortgage check bouncing." If you, you know, if you can't watch your checkbook, then you're going to be buying a big property, $130,000 under FHA, and now you're going to have this big payment you got to make. And well, if you go bouncing that check, you know, you need to. Make, so when you're trying to get FHA, having bounced checks in your, your on your bank statement will kick you out. Well, then that person will go to another mortgage company, and will show them their bank statements. And another option for doing FHA loans is just doing what we call a verification of deposit from the bank, showing how much money they have in the bank. Then we don't really look at their bank statements. But you know what? Now you have a person in a loan with a verification of deposit. They never showed their bank statement. We turned the loan down. They approved it. Okay, so that person is now in the house. So now they're going to start bouncing checks. You're going to start having taxes that don't get paid when that taxes are due. You're going to have someone's home value dropping next year. Do you really want to be able to cut corners in this business? I say no. But you know what? You know that maybe that doesn't get me all the cheers and, and hurrahs and hurrahs from people that are occupying Wall Street. But we got you know you just can't go out there and give free stuff to people, or they don't things won't have value. Things that should have value should be difficult to obtain, and if they're made easy to obtain, we saw what happened in 2006 and 2007 when it's zero down, zero credit, zero job, then the value of everything goes to nil because there's no value in it because everyone can get it. Yeah, zero down, zero zero down, zero credit should mean zero house to me. Right. Well, so, you know, obviously that didn't work out. And there's a lot of reasons for all this happening. I think it's our society as a whole. It it, it, it starts with us and our families, it, and it goes to when, we, when people run for office, and it goes from when we're out there trying to do real estate. Everyone's trying to make a buck, and we have some holes in our, in our, in our fabric of our society and how we make decisions and what we think we are owed or what we deserve. And, and I think that's where a lot of this led us into these issues. We, we believe we're owed things. We're just not owed. And 
when we're not owed them and they get taken away, then, you know, we find out, oh, maybe maybe we're not owed a house. Maybe it's not the right to own a house. Maybe maybe it's a privilege to own a house. Absolutely. Hey, Kevin, can you stay tied with us real quick? We need to go away and pay some bills. But when we come back, I want to get your opinion of what you think about what the White House is wanting to do about helping consumers out of water. Do you mind hanging tight? Absolutely. Okay, we'll be back in just a minute. All right, America, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we will continue talking to Kevin Miller, TexasLending.com president. If you want to get information about Texas Lending, go to TexasLending.com. Credit Talk USA Worldwide Live is broadcasting live from Los Angeles today. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Mr. Dale, these are extraordinary times, as you very well must know. I don't understand. The majority of this floor is being let go today. Eric, I'm very sorry. I was working on something, but they wouldn't let me finish it. So, take a look at it. Be careful. I need you guys to come back up here. Wait a second. Just trust me, okay? I need you guys back here now. Wait a minute. What am I looking at? It's this figure here. Whoa, is that... It gets ugly in a hurry. Is that figure right? Looks pretty right to me. There are $8 trillion of paper around the world relying on that equation. Well, we were wrong. No, you mean you were wrong. Sir, if those assets decreased by just 25%, that loss would be greater than the current market capitalization of this entire company. How long would it take to clear that from our books? You cannot be doing what you're thinking of doing. Sell it all today. You're selling something that you know has no value. So that we may survive. There are three ways to make a living in this business. Be first, be smarter, or cheat. Are you ready to end your debt permanently and stop those harassing phone calls that come day and night? And as your phone rings over and over again, you should be calling 972-200-1187. Hi, I'm John Ashley, President of American Negotiators. And with over two decades in the credit and debt industry, we stand ready, willing, and able to educate you in every way about getting you out of debt and how to stay out of debt for good. Call 972-200-1187 or savedfromdebt.com for years, American Negotiators has been successfully settling consumers' debts for 40 to 60% less than what they owe in most cases, and even as low as 18% in some, depending on the creditor. Are you ready to be one of our success stories? Let your education begin now by calling 972-200-1187. That's 972-200-1187. We are American Negotiators, ending America's debt one debt at a time. Call 972-200-1187.
America at a Credit Card USA Worldwide Live. I am your host, John Ashley, President and CEO of American Negotiators. Credit Talk USA Worldwide Live can be heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday afternoon at 1 o'clock. And we have the privilege of having the one and only Kevin Miller on with us live right now. Welcome back, Kevin. Good John. All right, so let's get to this real quick. Let's talk about uh, what the government wants to do to help, they're saying, more than 1 million homeowners, more than 1 million homeowners could get cheaper mortgages as a result of what the government wants to do. Have you read the article I was talking about? Well, you know, they're talking about the HARP, the HARP program, yeah. What do you think about that? Well, first of all, um, you know, one of the one of the things that leaders need to understand is when you're going to bring on a new program, hopefully you have it all together before you start saying what you're going to do. Because if you don't end up getting it together and you're going to do something and you don't perform on it, then you may end up looking bad. So one of the things I've learned in running a company is if you're going to roll out something, put it all together and just roll it out when you're ready to roll it out. Because if you say, oh, we're going to end up rolling this out, and it takes longer than you think it's going to, then you're going to look, have egg on your face. So here we have the government saying, hey, everyone's going to be able to refinance their house. Last week, refinance calls picked up about 30% in about a day. Everyone called in. They wanted to get their heart blown. Here's the problem. The loan's not available yet. It's not going to be available until <laughs> next Okay? So they went and said, here's what we're going to do. But they didn't tell anybody, you know, they didn't give them clear clear directives that this thing is going to take some time. It's going to take a couple more months. They have to put it together. They haven't put all the details out there yet, and they're not sure who's all going to do it yet. And so it's not available yet. People probably won't be able to start applying for it until mid-December. Uh, and when it does come out, you know, we're going to have to figure out who's going to do it, who's going to allow you to do it. So the last time they tried HARP, it was limited to a very small number of banks that might do it if they get their act to it and they get on top of it and call you and say, hey, we can do a HARP for you. Because if you're calling on a mortgage companies, if they don't allow every mortgage company to do it, again, you're going to have a very small number of club players that are decided and picked by the president and the government to be able to do this stuff. And unfortunately, we have decide, too much of that. How, how do they decide this? Because in the article, CNN.com is what I'm reading in. In America, if you want to read along with us, you can go to CreditTalkUSA.com, click on Topic, and you'll be able to read it right there. It says in, a, in this article, Kevin, more than 890,000 homeowners have already refinanced under HARP. Here's what would happen. You'd call one of the big banks. The big banks, it, in the past, if you had a loan that was potentially viable for HARP, if the loan's owned by Fannie Mae, and let's just say Wells Fargo was the servicer of that loan. Now, you might all think that Wells Fargo owns the loan. 95% chance they don't own it. It's owned by Fannie Mae. Wells Fargo is servicing it because Fannie Mae doesn't have a servicing platform, so they've hired out Wells Fargo to collect the payments. They collect the payments, and they send on the interest to Fannie Mae. Well, as long as it's owned by Fannie Mae, and Wells Fargo owns it or services it, Wells Fargo can call you as a servicer and say, hey, we're servicing this loan for Fannie Mae, and we have this HARP loan that we can do for you, uh, and it's not going to take home values, uh, your home value into account up to 125% of, you know, 
of the value of your loan. So only the servicer who was currently servicing your note could help you. So for example, if you call Bank of America because you didn't like Wells Fargo and you said, Bank of America, I want to get this HARP loan. Well, Bank of America couldn't do the loan under HARP because it was being serviced by Wells Fargo. So you only had one outlet to call, and that was Wells Fargo. You couldn't call Texas Lending. You couldn't call Bank of America. You couldn't call your friend down the street. So it was very limited, and if Wells Fargo was understaffed or uh, under-experienced in how to deal with it, it's going to be a trickle. It's not going to, it's not going to take off. People aren't going to be able to get it done. So what they're trying to do with this new HARP program is say, okay, if the loan's owned by Fannie Mae, anybody out there who's able to close a Fannie Mae loan can close this HARP loan, all right? And it's well owned by Wells Fargo. Texas Lending could, should be able to do the loan and then sell it to Fannie Mae. And then Fannie, you know, so it doesn't have to go back to your same servicer now. What's that going to do? It's going to open up some floodgates for people to be able to have options. Again, how do, you, how do you get economy going? You create competition. You create options. You create, create a buzz. competition. Wells Fargo can just sit on their heels because Wells Fargo could just sit on their heels and go, "Well, we'll just call them at our own pace." Because where else are they going to go? Right? That's what happens when you have a monopoly. Now you create competition, and we're going to go out there and advertise this stuff. You start calling us now. Now Wells Fargo's on the spot because if they don't call you up, they're going to lose that servicing on that loan, and I'm going to send it somewhere else. So this is what we're hoping with the new HARP. We're hoping that it gets opened up for all players. The initial talk is that it will be opened up for all players. This is going to put some challenges into the big banks. If they're really going to help people, they better staff up and get some people hired um, because they can do it at their own pace and their own terms in the past. Okay. Hey, we need to take a break real quick, Kevin. Can we have you just a little bit longer and continue to get your amazing advice on this? I appreciate it. Yeah, I'll stick around. Okay, great. All right, America, we need to take a break. And as we go to break, let's do our song pick of the week. And it is called Stronger by Kelly Clarkson. And it's new, and it's dangerous, and it's in your face. And it's Credit Talk USA Worldwide Live's song pick of the week. Take a listen. Sounds like something that's been out there before. 
So make sure if you are underwater on your mortgage, that you stay tuned. You're listening to Credit Talk USA Worldwide Live on Blog Talk Radio, sponsored by TexasLending.com. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Punch any guy can deliver. Time has not been good to you, my friend. The fight game has changed. Human boxing is dead. Now it's a whole different game. Give it up, Charlie. You got nothing left. You're a bad bet, brother. I'm building a new fighting bot. This is my last shot. This is your moment, and every single minute. Imagine fulfilling your wildest fantasies, like eating pepperoni pizza-flavored ice cream, mm. or your teenager warmly affirming your every word with a nod and a smile. Ooh, ooh. Or how about a 30-year mortgage fixed at rates below 3.99% and an annual percentage rate below four and a quarter. Now that's something you might be able to believe in. Because of all the fun in our economy, if you have a mortgage between 175000 and 417000 it is quite possible you'll qualify for a 30-year mortgage fixed below 3.99% with an annual percentage rate below four and a quarter. You'll need a credit score of 740 and 20% equity to qualify for those rates. But the rates are still great if you don't have that equity and your scores are a little bit less. Call TexasFunding.com today, 972-387-4600, 972-387-4600, or go online and apply with TexasFunding.com. Equal housing lender. Texas license number 137-773.
Are you ready to end your debt permanently and stop those harassing phone calls that come day and night? And as your phone rings over and over again, you should be calling 972-200-1187. Hi, I'm John Ashley, President of American Negotiators. And with over two decades in the credit and debt industry, we stand ready, willing, and able to educate you in every way about getting you out of debt and how to stay out of debt for good. Call 972-200-1187 or savedfromdebt.com. For years, American Negotiators has been successfully settling consumers' debts for 40 to 60% less than what they owe in most cases, and even as low as 18% in some, depending on the creditor. Are you ready to be one of our success stories? Let your education begin now by calling 972-200-1187. That's 972-200-1187. We are American Negotiators, ending America's debt one debt at a time. Call 972-200-1187. Yeah, man.
um, it's, it's throwing big, wide gulfs into the differences between the haves and the have-nots just because of government policy. That was, you, know, you can say there's a lot of reasons for that. But the, the point of the new program is to allow people that, okay, so this person, they're upside down at 125%. This guy's upside down at 126%, and that guy can't get a lower rate even though they're both upside down. They've changed that. If they do this thing right and enough uh, different lenders are allowed to – I already know this. They're already saying if, you know, if Wells Fargo is the servicer, TexasLending.com can refinance that thing as long as it's still owned by Fannie Mae. I can end up having someone else service that. I can have Billy Bob Servicing Company service that thing as long as Fannie Mae still gets the loan. So, again, more it will be more opportunities for people. This is a lot better than it was before. It's just okay. that it's not going to come out for a couple more months, and they haven't they haven't laid out the guidelines for the mortgage companies. Everyone's calling their mortgage companies. We're all looking like students because no one's told us what you know what's going to happen yet. So. Well, this article goes on to say currently about 11 million borrowers are underwater on their mortgages, with about 4.7 million of those loans meeting or exceeding the 125% loan-to-value limit. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. And look at Vegas. I mean, Vegas has 75% of all mortgages are upside down. So. Who cares about refinancing? Why even run a commercial? <laughs> you know, if only 25% of the people are going to call you, there's going to be a whole lot of wasted money on appraisals out there. Um, so now these people will be able to maybe drop that rate from 6 or 7 or 8 because if they had some adjustable rate mortgages on some of these negative amortization loans, they could be up around 5 6 or 7% right now. Hey, maybe they can drop that thing to a 15-year at 3.5. And, and here's another thing they're doing. On loans that are with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, when we as lenders sell those loans, when we sell those loans to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, they charge us money as lenders. They say, well, this loan's at 95% of the value of the house, so you've got to pay us 3% of that loan amount. Well, we can't pay them, so we have to charge the consumer for that. Um, so we charge that through higher rates. So when there's a higher rate on it, it's because it's been passed along by the federal government. The, the federal government's charging the lender. The lender has to pass it along to the consumers higher rates. With the new HARP program, they said that they're going to be doing away with these charges that come along with the higher loan-to-value loans. So if someone came to me for, let's call it, a $150,000 loan, there's two different people out there. One one's valued at the one in the home has a home value at three hundred thousand, the other one has a home value at one hundred and fifty five thousand. So the both loans are one hundred and fifty thousand. The person with more equity is going to get a much better rate because Fannie Mae is not going to charge me for that high loan to value, that higher that that, that equity in the house. So if someone came to me today. If you have the equity in your house, you might get three point eight on a mortgage. Well, if you didn't have the equity, you might be up around four and a half because of the charges from Fannie Mae. Under the new program under HARP, they say they're going to be doing away any HARP loans. If it's closed as a HARP loan and if it's if it's locked at your lender, like TexasLending.com on a HARP loan, you're going to be able to get that three and three quarters or 3.8, just like the guy who had all the equity. If you're at 125% upside down on your house, you might still be able to get that 3.8. That's what they're telling us. Again, they haven't put out the guidelines. This is what they said they're going to do. 
So we're hoping they're not setting us all up for failures again as lenders, making us look bad due to government policy. We're hoping that's right, not the case. Mean, what they're hoping – yeah. Go ahead. No, what you're saying then is oh, that the so, government so – Anyway, that's what we're – yeah, we're hoping that the government comes out and says, here's what we told everyone's going to happen and here's what we're going to do because it's – sometimes you come out and you say, here's what we're going to do, and then when they roll out, well, we wanted to do that, but we can't, people start calling lenders and go, the lenders aren't lending, and you're going, well – it's not our it's not our decision. The government owns your loan, dude. Uh Fannie Mae owns it. We don't. Um you know, even just because you're paying Wells Fargo doesn't mean it's their loan. It's Fannie Mae's loan. The federal government owns Fannie Mae. They make the decisions of what happens. They make the loan programs. The government runs the entire mortgage industry today. So if you're not happy getting loans approved, it's because the government doesn't want it. So just if we can all rationalize that and live with that and just understand that, it's all good. The problem is when we start getting um, arrows slung at us from, you know, this administration saying, well, they aren't lending. Well, we can't lend. You're the guys that have to buy the loan. The lenders aren't lending because you won't buy it. So this is what we're hoping. We're hoping they didn't just come out here and say everything is going to be great, and then two weeks from now we all get the guidelines that are going to come out in December. The guidelines say opposite of what they told the public because then it's just going to make lenders look bad again, you know. Well, and from what, all the research, Texas is not really being affected as much as a lot of other states about the, the underwater mortgage. Is that true or is that wrong? It doesn't really matter, and here's why it doesn't matter, because all news is national. Everything we read today is on the Internet, and if you, if you print it in California, you read it in Texas. So if they're in California, and this is part of our problem in our country. This is part of the problem. The whole world economy went bad because California, the Internet had – don't buy a house. And the whole world read it. So everyone stopped buying houses. Even though it was a California order problem, they stopped buying loans here in Texas too. Why do you stop buying loans in Texas? Home values were the same as they were 10 years ago. They didn't go flying high. They didn't go crazy out of So all of a sudden everyone just stopped buying houses, even though rates were low and all the loan programs were there. So you could say it's not a problem in Texas, and you're right. Let me point you some stats. Texas has the lowest credit score in the nation. As a matter of fact, we have five of the top 40, you know, we have some of the lowest credit scores, Dallas, Houston, uh, uh, and other big cities in Texas have the lowest credit scores in the nation. So we right. have some of the lowest credit scores. So you would think since, oh, apparently this was a subprime problem, I mean, people loans with bad credit, that we would have the highest default ratio, wouldn't you? You'd think it, because it was a subprime problem, what they've told everybody, that Texas would have the most foreclosures, that we'd have the worst real estate. But it's not true. As a matter of fact, if you look at the rate of foreclosures, of out of every 100 homes, how many homes foreclosed, you would think since we're the second most populous that are, and we had the worst credit, okay, that we would have one of the highest rates of foreclosure in the country. So I'm going to let you, John, guess where Texas is in terms of rate of foreclosure of all 50 states, Rate of foreclosure, we – what do you think, we're top five? No. I, I, I think that we're very low. I'll I don't think top, there's very I'll, many. How about top 30? We're not even in the top 40 no. in states of foreclosure. The rate of foreclosure. 100. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> the media, but the, the media will make believe that, oh, let's bring it home. Bring pain home. When you're reading that Dallas Morning News, make sure everyone feels that pain. Make them feel like their home's being too. It's just not the case. We're not even in the top 40 in the country 
You know, the second most popular state with the worst credit. Because it's not about credit. It was about fake home values. It was about fake appraisals. It was about fake incomes. We didn't do a lot of those loans here in Texas. Right. A lot of people don't understand that either. It is a lot about fake loans. It's not about any of anything other majorly but the fake loans. And that's, that, that hits fake it on the head rates. right there. Yeah, fake interest rates, which were the negative amortization loan, the pick pay loan, the uh, the smart loan, some people call it. It's where you're paying 1%, but you were being charged 9 and that 9% was being added to your loan, even though you're only paying 1%. You're immediately upside down. That was called, I call it fake interest rates. They weren't the real interest rate. So you're not really paying the mortgage. You're you're only paying a part, a part of, the, of the interest. These are two things. Fake interest rates and fake incomes. And you, how can you afford a home if you're not paying the real interest rate and you're not really making the income? We have this problem in California and Florida and, of course, in Vegas where people never take a gamble. And you had all these people out there gambling on homes, fake incomes, fake interest rates, and fake values. They were buying homes. You can, of course, afford a million-dollar home at 1%. You know, it's the same as having a $100,000 home at 10%. The payment's about the same. So they were faking the interest rate to afford these fake values that were being evaluated based on all the other things. So it's not, it wasn't really about the credit. If you document the person can pay the payment with a real interest rate, and if you document they can pay the payment with a real income, then if people are paying rent and you're documenting that they're paying their rent, they're probably going to be able to make that mortgage payment if it's the same. That wasn't the case. We were doing loans out there in the country with no rental verification. <laughs> Couldn't even know if they could make a payment. No income, fake incomes, and, uh, and no verifications. So these days, lo and behold, you got to document your income. you got to pay a real interest rate, and uh, we're going to verify your rent. And so if we do that, people will make their payments. And in Texas, people are buying houses, but you remember, news doesn't to make sure everyone feel the pain. They feel like, oh, my friend in California lost their home. So did I. I lost my home, too. We're just like them. We're all just like each other. Let's all lose our houses together. Um, that's kind of what's happened in this country. The Internet has really brought the whole world together in terms of its malaise and its bad feelings about ourselves. When does the Internet tell people to start thinking good about themselves again and start going out there and being responsible? That's, that's what we need, John. Well, I completely agree with that, and the, the the sad fact is anything in the media, if it's not negative, it doesn't sell. And so if everybody's sell. not whining about something, then that's the problem that we have right there. Yes. Yes. It's got to it's gotta be sad or it's got to have silicone. One of the two. <laughs> Other ones, you know, I'm going to buy it, you know. That's, that's very true. So, I mean, that's, it's, a sad, it's a sad point there. But, uh, you know, America, listening to this, make sure that you go out and you buy houses because the interest rates are some of the best interest rates I've seen in a long time. Wouldn't you agree with that, Kevin? They're the best ever. This week they hit the lowest ever. The rates of mortgage rates are the lowest rates of all time this week. And so by the time you're calling in media. Well, the problem is is the media won't report this for another week, and by next week they'll be up a quarter percent. That's the way it happens. They call, hey, I have the rates are the lowest ever. Actually, they've come up a quarter percent. Oh, so the media is lying. No, they're just a week late. <laughs> and then they'll say, oh, exactly. the rates went up. 
and, and the mortgage rates have just went down like this week to the lowest ever. And you're going, now call us. And they're not calling because the media just reporting the rates are up. And so, you know, you got to do opposite whether you're ever meeting. Just think the opposite's actually happening. Well, and you also got to remember is that the situation with uh, when the media released all this stuff about the underwater stuff, this is all politically based, too. I mean, of course. And if, if you're not producing anything, if you're not producing anything, all you can do is spin, and it depends on how you spin it. So if what you produce is spin for your own for your own win, then that's what people are going to do. You know, I have, the, I have this saying that it doesn't matter if you're the leader of losers. You know, I mean, the leader of the uh, of the of, of of the drug cartel. So we might consider those a bunch of losers. So if you're the leader of the drug cartel, you're still the leader. People follow you. People do what you tell them to do. And as long as someone goes out and get your grapes when you want them to bring your grapes, or, you know, get those get those uh, palm fronts and, and and fan me and feed me grapes. As long as someone's doing it, you don't care if you're the leader of the losers or the leader of 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 the, of, of the number one team in the NFL. As long as you're the leader. So there's enough people out there that will spin bad news, that will do whatever they can, even if it means we're all out of a job, people will still listen to what you say. So listening to you and you go, hey, of course I'm the leader of all you losers, but hey, I'm in charge. That's kind of what we have an issue with right now is people will spin that bad news just so they can stay in charge of all of us losing our houses. Well, I mean, you know, again, America, this is one of the Kevin, – Kevin Miller's telling us, and I completely agree with it 100%. Right now, one of the best times to be buying houses, interest rates are the best they've ever been. Go out there and buy a house, you know. There's nothing like it. Stop paying a never-ending mortgage. You want to have a house. Don't listen to the BS the media is trying to jam down your throat. It's just that BS. It, Be the right smart now, one. The interest rates on a home mortgage, the interest that you'll pay on your mortgage right now is lower than what you'll be paying on your taxes and your insurance. You're going to be That's paying more every year on taxes and insurance on only you buy right now than you'll be paying on interest. I say, people, why are you shopping in a mortgage rate? Why don't you call your company? They're going to make a lot more savings than you are waiting for the rates to drop another eighth in a mortgage. You might save ten bucks a month on that mortgage interest rate. Your insurance, you might be able to save thirty or fifty bucks a month on that insurance if you go shopping that. So the insurance, you know, one percent of the value of the home, the value of the home. Well, your interest you're paying on your mortgage is only based on the loan amount, which might be lower than what you owe on your home, lower than the value of the home, or should be lower than the value of your home. So over time, the interest we pay on our mortgage. 15 years from now, you're going to be paying a low interest rate on a very low loan amount. The amount of interest you're paying in your mortgage will be very low. Meanwhile, you're going to have taxes, which is 2.5% of the value of your house, at that 25 to 1% for the insurance. And that's based on the value of your home, not what you owe on it. You're going to be paying much more, much more over the term of this loan than on taxes and insurance than you will be on your interest rate. That's how low the interest rates are now. That's how exactly why you need right. to get a home now because interest rates can be such a small part of that mortgage payment in 10 or 15 years when that home value is higher than all those taxes and all this insurance. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for joining us and explaining 
to us in detail. This is so important that America understands. Don't listen to the BS out there of what the media is reporting. This is one of the best times to report to be buying a house. It really is. And, you know, Kevin Miller is a better time in the country to buy a house. You didn't have to go back to the land grab after time. But giving an interest rate that's tax deductible at three and a half percent, I mean, you never see lower in your lifetime. All right, my friend. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We are out of time. Thank you so much, Kevin Miller. You're listening to Credit Talk USA Worldwide Live. Thank you for joining us once again, Kevin. Hopefully, you'll come out and come back and talk with us again. Thanks, John. All right, my friend. Have a great day. This is Credit Talk USA Worldwide Live. We are live from Los Angeles. We'll be here again next week. You can hear us exclusively on Blog Talk Radio. And at the end of the day, America, don't listen to the BS in the media. What have you done today to make yourself feel proud? Have a great day, and thank you for listening.